The day they got their skates, the Dutch twins. One morning, when Kid and Cat ran out early to feed their ducklings, the frost snipped their noses and ears. It's getting colder every day. Very soon, winter will come. Cat said. They ran down to the canal. The old goose and the gander and the gooselings, now half grown, were standing on the bank, looking unhappy. There was a thin sheet of ice all over the canal, and they could not go swimming. Kit took a stick and broke the ice. Thin sheets of it, like pieces of broken glass, were soon floating about, and the old goose, the gander, and all the gooselings went down the bank. In a procession into the water, they swam about among the pieces of ice for a while. But it was so cold that they soon came up on the bank into the sun again and wiggled their tails to shake out the water. Then they all sat down in the sun to get their feet warm. Kit and Cat ran up and down the road and played tag until their cheeks were red and they were warm as toast. Then they ran into Frau Veter's warm kitchen. The kettle was singing on the fire, and there was a smell of coffee in the air. Frau Veter gave the twins some. In a large cup, she put in a good deal of milk and gave them each a piece of sugar to sweeten it with. "Is this Sunday?" asked Cat. On Sundays, they sometimes had coffee. On other days, they had milk. No," said Frau Veter. "But it is cold, and I thought a cup of coffee would warm us all up." While they were drinking their coffee, Kit and Cat talked about the ice, and what fun they would have with their sleds on the canals when winter came. "I tell you what it is, Cat," said Kit. "I think we're big enough to have skates. Hans' height isn't much bigger than I am, and he had skates last winter. I mean to ask Father this very day." Yeah," said Cat. "That is the way Dutch twins always say yes. Yeah, and let us be very good and help Mother all we can. I think maybe they they will give skates to good twins quite soon, even if we aren't very big yet. Not big enough to be called Christopher and Katrina." Frau Veter was heating water and getting out her scrubbing brushes, so Kit and Cat knew that she was going to clean something. What are you going to scrub today, Mother? Asked Kit. I'm going to scrub the stable," said Frau Veter. "It is getting too cold for the cows to stay all night in the pastures. Father means to bring me Frau Hosting in tonight, and I want her stable to be nice and clean for her. We'll help you," said Kit and Cat very politely. Good children," their mother said. "You may carry the brushes." So they opened a door beside the fireplace and walked right into the stable. The stable was really a part of the house. There were two stalls in the stable. Frau Veter took her pails of water and her brushes and began to scrub. She scrubbed the walls and the sides of the stalls and the floor. The twins scrubbed too until they were tired, and the stable was so clean you would have liked to live there yourself. Let's play out here," said Cat. "Let's play house, all right," said Kit. "I'll be the father and you be the mother, but who will be twins?" said Cat. Let's get the ducklings," said Kit. "They can be twins, of course," said Cat. "They are anyway." 
So Kit ran out and brought in the ducklings. They were so tame, they always ran to Kit and Cat when they saw them coming. They were almost ducks now, they had grown so big. Let's give the twins their dinner, said Cat. So she got some grain, and they both sat down on a little box and held the ducks in their laps and fed them from their hands. The ducks ate greedily. You have very bad manners, said Cat. You will get your clothes all dirty. She took two rags and tied them around the ducks' necks for bibs. The ducks did not like bibs. They quacked. Now don't say anything like that, said Cat. You must do just as you are told and not spill your food. Then Kit got some water and a spoon and gave the twins a drink, but they did not like the drink either. Now we must put them to sleep, said Cat. They rocked the ducks in their arms, but the ducks squawked dreadfully. What bad children to cry so, said Kit. You can have both the twins, and he gave his duck to Cat. You fix a bed for them, said Cat. So Kit turned up the box they had been sitting on and put some hay in it, and they put the ducks in on the hay. Pretty soon the ducks went to sleep. Kit and Cat ran away to play out of doors and forgot all about them. They didn't think about them again until Father Veter came home at night with Mivrau Hulstein. When he put the cow into the stall, he stumbled over the box. It was rather dark in the stable. Quack, quack, said the ducks. Kit and Cat were helping Father put the cow into the stall and get some hay for her. When the ducks quacked, Father Veter said, What in the world is this? Oh, our twins are twins, cried Kit and Cat. Don't let me, Vral Holstein, step on the twins. Father Veter pulled out the box. Kit and Cat each took a duck and carried it out to the poultry house. Twins are a great care, said Kit and Cat. Now is the time to ask, whispered Kit to Cat that night when Father Veter had finished his supper and was lighting his pipe. You must ask very politely, just the very politest way you can. They went and stood before their father. They put their feet together. Kit made a bow, and Cat bobbed a courtesy. Dear parents, said Kit. That's a good start, whispered Cat. Go on. Well, well, what now, said Father Veter. Dear parent, Cat and I are quite big now. I think we must be nearly four feet and a half high. Don't you think we are big enough to have skates this winter? So that's it, said Father Veter. Then he sm smoked his pipe again. There was ice on the canal this morning, said Cat. So you think you are big enough to skate, do you, said Father Veter at last. Mother Veter was clearing away the supper. What do you think about it, Mother, said Father Veter. They have been very good children, said the Vrow. They, they are, there are the skates you and I had when we were children. We might try them on and see if they are big enough to wear them. They are in the bag hanging back of the press. Ken and Cat almost screamed with joy. Our feet are quite large. I'm sure we can wear them, they said. Father Veter got the bag down and took out two pairs of skates. They had long curling ends on the runners. The twins sat down on the floor. Father Veter tried on the skates. They are still pretty large, but you will grow, he told the twins. You may have them if you will be very careful and not let them get rusty. By and by, we will teach you to skate. The twins practiced standing in the skates on the kitchen floor, and when bedtime came, they took the skates to bed with them. Oh, Kit, said Cat, I never supposed we'd get them so soon, did you? Well, said Kit, you see, we're pretty big and very good. That makes a difference. It's very nice to be good when people notice it, isn't it, said Cat. 
Yeah, said Kit. I'm going to be good now, right along all the time. For many days after Kit and Cat got their skates, there came a cold, cold wind. It blew over the fields and over the canals all day and all night long. And in the morning, when the twins looked out, the canal was one shining roadway of ice. Father Veter came in from the stable with a great pail full of milk. Winter is here now for good and all, he said as he set the pail down. The canals are frozen over. Kid and Cat ran to him and said, both together, Dear Father Veter, will you please teach us to skate? I'll see if the ice is strong enough to bear, said Father Veter, and he went right down to the canal to see that very minute. When he came in, he said, Yes, the ice is strong, and we will go out as soon as you are ready and try your skates. Frau Veter said, I should like to go too. And Father Veter said to Kid and Cat, Your mother used to be the finest skater in the whole village when she was a young girl. You must not let her beat you. They hurried through with their work. Kit and Cat helped. Then they all put on their heavy shoes and wraps, took their skates over their shoulders, and started for the canal. If you learn to skate well enough, we will take you to town before the festival of St. Nicholas, said Father Veter. But it comes very soon. He put on his own skates and kits, and the mother put on her own and cats. I'm sure we can do it almost right away, said Cat. How to skate, said Father Veter. He stood the twins up on the ice. They held each other's hands. They were afraid to move. Father Veter took Mother Veter's hand. See, he said, like this, and away they went like two swallows skimming over the ice. In a minute, they were ever so far away. Kid and Cat felt lonesome and very queer when they saw their father and mother flying along in that way. They weren't used to see them do anything but work and move about slowly. It looks easy, said Kit. Let's try it. We must not be afraid. He started with his right leg, pushing it out a little in front of him, but it was very strange how his legs acted. They didn't seem to belong to him at all. His left leg tried to follow his right just as it ought to, but instead it slid out sideways and knocked it against cat's skates then both cat's feet flew up and she sat down very hard on the ice and kit came down on top of her they tried to get up but each time they tried their feet slid away from them oh dear said cat we are all mixed up are those your feet or mine i can't tell which is which they don't any of them mine said kit i can't stand up on any of them i've tried them all we'll just have to wait until father and mother come back and pick us out Ice is quite cold to sit on, isn't it, said Cap. Soon father and mother Veter came skimming back again. When they saw Kit and Cat, they laughed and skated to them, picked them up, and set them on their feet. Now I'll take Kit and you take Cat, said Frau Veter to her husband, and they'll be skating in no time. So Cat's father took her hands. And Kit took hold of his mother's, and they started off. At first, the twins' feet didn't behave well at all. They seemed to want to do everything they could to bother them. They would sprawl way apart. Then they would tow in and run into each other. Many times, Kit and Cat would have fallen if father and mother Veter had not held them up. But before the lesson was over, both Kit and Cat could skate a little bit alone. See, this is the way, said Frau Veter, and she skated around in a circle. Then she cut a figure like this eight in the ice. Then Father Veter did a figure like this S, all on one foot. My, said Kitten Cat, I think our parents must skate the best of all the people in the world, said Cat. I'm going to some days, said Kit. So am I, said Cat. After a while, Frau Veter said, it's time to go home. 
Not too much the first time, so they all went back home with their cheeks as red as roses, and their noses too, and such an appetite for dinner. But the twins were a little lame next day. Every day after that, Kit and Cat went out with their skates to the ditches, and tried and tried to skate as father and mother did. They did so want to skate to town, and see the sights before the feast of St. Nicholas. They worked so hard that in a week they could skate very well. And then they planned a surprise for their mother. If you will watch at the window, you'll see a great sight on the canal very soon, said Kit to his mother one day. Of course, Frau Beater hadn't the least idea what it would be. Kit and Cat slipped out through the stable and ran down to the ditch. They put on their skates and skated from the ditch out to the big canal. Frau Veter was watching at the window. Soon she saw Kit and Cat go flying by hand in hand on the canal. They waved their hands to her. Frau Veter was so pleased that she went to call Father Veter, who was in the hayloft over the stable. Come and see Kit and Cat, she cried. Father Veter came down from the loft and looked too. Then Kit cut a figure like this, S, and Cat cut one like this, 6. The round spot is where she sat down, hard just as she was almost around. When they came into the kitchen, Father said, I think we could take such a fine pair of skaters as that to the Vic with us on our way to town. The ice is very hard and thick for so early in the season, and we will go tomorrow. We can see the shops too. The shops are full of fine things said Ral Veter. Kid and Cat could hardly wait for tomorrow to come. They polished their skates and made everything ready. What do you think suppose the Vinky is, said Kit to Cat? I think it's something like a church, said Kit. You don't know what a Vinky is, so there, said Cat. I think it's something to eat. Then Kit changed the subject. I'll race you tomorrow, he said. I'll beat, said Cat. We'll see, said Kit. The next day they started all four. Quite early in the morning, Frau Veter took her basket on her arm. I shall want to buy some things, she said. Father Veter lighted his pipe to keep my nose warm, he said. Then they all went down to the canal, put on their skates. Cat and I are going to race to the first windmill, said Kit. I'll tell you when to start, said Father Veter. And I'll get a cake for the one who wins, said the mother. One, two, three. Away they flew like the wind. Father and Mother Veter came close behind. Kit was so sure he would beat that he thought he would show off a little. He went zigzag across the canal once or twice. He stopped to skate in curves. Cat didn't stop for anything. She kept her eyes on the windmill and she skated as hard as she could. They were getting quite near the mill now. Kit stopped playing and began to skate as fast as he could, but Cat had got the start of him. I'll soon get ahead of her, he thought. She's a girl and I'm a boy. He struck out with great long sweeps as long as such short legs could make, but Cat kept ahead. And in another minute, there she was at the windmill, quite out of breath, and pointing her finger at Kit. I beat, I beat, she said. Well, I could have beaten if I wanted to, said Kit. I'll get the cake, said Cat. I don't care, said Kit, but Cat knew that he did. I'll give you a piece, she said. Father and Mother Veter came along then, and when Kit and Cat were rested, they all skated for a long time without saying anything. Then Father Veter said proudly to his wife, They keep up as well as anybody. Were there ever such twins? And Mother Veter said, Never. 